Hey guys, and welcome back to the Walking Home Podcast. On this episode, I have one of my longest football buddies and friends, um, Taylor Bridgers, a great man, a guy that I've known since maybe before junior high, and um, have just had so many great memories with, and have bonded over things like Funko Pops and um, sports and all things in between that. Just overall a great person and one of my most favorite people to be around. And he graced me with his presence on the Walking Home podcast. So we'll get right into that after this sponsor. Coming soon to a theater near you. The rooftop is bathed in moonlight with the backdrop of a sprawling city. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Cats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles face each other. Tense and ready for battle, in the midst of them stands Teenage Mutant Ninja Jesus, radiating in otherworldly presence we don't have to fight cats we've seen what we have in common let's find a way to stop this madness together hmm you turtles always think you're so wise but we have our reasons for defending our territory my children there is a better path Violence will only bring more suffering. We must unite, not divide. Sorry, kitty. We're not becking down. If it's a fight you want, it's a fight you'll get. So be it, shellheads. Prepare to be scratched. The battle commences, each warrior displaying their unique skills and abilities. The rooftop becomes a whirlwind of acrobatics and clashes of weapons. Don't hold back. We have to show them we mean business. You may be trained by a rat, but we are trained by instinct. Cowabunga, this is totally insane. You're no match for our lightning fast reflexes. As the battle intensifies, Jesus watches the chaos with a solemn expression. Suddenly, he steps forward, placing himself between the fighting factions. Stop! The fighting accomplishes nothing. We must find another way. But Jesus, they won't listen. They're too stubborn. He's right. This isn't getting us anywhere. Jesus extends his hands towards both groups, offering a peaceful resolution. Together, we can protect our city. Let us join forces against a common enemy. It's time to put our differences aside and fight as one. Agreed. For the sake of our home. The turtles, cats, and Jesus form a united front facing a powerful enemy that emerges from the shadows. They fight in perfect harmony, utilizing their combined skills to overcome the adversity of Teenage Mutant Ninja Satan. Remember, we are stronger together than we are apart. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Cats and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cautiously make their way through the dark, ominous chamber. The sound of chains rattling fills the air. At the center of the room, Satan stands tall, a menacing figure with fire engulfing his presence. Jesus is bound on the cross and struggling against his restraints as Satan prepares to crucify him. Your beloved Jesus is mine. You cannot save him from eternal damnation. We won't let you condemn him, Satan. 
We'll fight you with everything we've got. Turtles! Let's put our differences aside and show Satan the true power of unity. The ninja cats and turtles gather their courage and charge forward. Launching an all-out attack on Satan, they dodge his fiery strikes and unleash their combined strength. Your efforts are futile. No one can challenge me. Kitty swiftly maneuvers around Satan's attacks while Raphael and Michelangelo deliver powerful strikes from their weapons. Their room trembles and their determination. My children, do not lose hope. Together, you are stronger than any darkness Satan can provide. Inspired by Jesus' words, the Ninja Cats and Turtles fight with renewed vigor. Their movements become synchronized as they coordinate their attacks. We won't let you corrupt the light that Jesus represents. We'll protect him at all costs! In a stunning display of agility and teamwork, the Ninja Cats and Turtles manage to overpower Satan, gradually weakening his grips on Jesus. You cannot defeat me. With one final coordinated strike, the Ninja Cats and Turtles manage to incap incapacitate Satan as he falls to the ground. They quickly move to free Jesus from his restraints. Thank you, my brave warriors. Your unity and unwavering belief have saved me. We're just grateful we can help Jesus. We're stronger together. Let us stand as a testament to unity and protect the light you bring to this world. With their combined strength, the Ninja Cats and Turtles manage to revive Jesus, breaking the chains of eternal damnation. My children, you have shown the power of unity and love. Go forth and spread these virtues throughout the world. As the Ninja Cats, Turtles, and Jesus stand united, the chamber begins to glow with the divine light banishing the darkness all right guys that was the trailer for um teenage mutant ninja cats first teenage mutant ninja turtles versus jesus teenage mutant ninja jesus and um surprise guest teenage mutant ninja satan so um be sure to catch that in theaters coming out july 4th weekend guys it'll be pretty much in every theater around the world and we'd really appreciate it here at the Walking Home Podcast if you guys went to go support that for us. So now, without further ado, Taylor Bridgers on the Walking Home Podcast. Appropriate here. Um, is it is it cooked noodles? Cooked. <laughs> oh shit. Is it what? Do you have a song you'd want me to play? It's on YouTube. I okay. would uh, love to play that on here. Okay. Have you seen it, Chacho? Uh, cook the noodles? Cook them. You ain't cook. heard about the smash sensation cooking them noodles? Oh, I, I think I remember now. I, if I remember correctly, freshman year, we, we got yeah. our start in AV. Yes. I took it with me when I transferred. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say is part of uh, our story is um, yeah, like... The, you may have to put money team after it to get it to oh, yeah, pull right. up. Is on um, like getting involved with all this recording technology, um, you know, and me and Taylor would make little simple songs in um, AV class and make some uh, recordings and videos and stuff. And um, this is Taylor's legacy of that. Okay. Also on SoundCloud. And also, my podcast is a legacy of that. So here we go. 
Cook Them Noodles by Money Team. What's his Ever heard of them? Oh! <laughs> 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 Hey, wait, we're not going to get copyrighted, are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, we should be straight. Yeah. I'll be chilling in the cut like a razor. You can catch a fade, no taper. If you ain't getting bread, homeboy, what you baking? That's Alex, right? And I don't know why they want this beef. I ain't LeBron. I ain't never left my heat. That's just how the game goes. And when they think you get your money, they start changing on you. I don't mess with that. Fucking ugly. This man's dickies is down to his knees. <laughs> That damn, uh, oh, yeah. fish, uh, fish chain, whatever the fuck it's called. Woo! You know I cooked them noodles! You know I cooked them noodles! The bin on the hook. You know I eat them noodles! You know I eat them noodles! Woo! Only chicken flavor. Cause is that, is that gum wrapper on the teeth? <laughs> Gotta be. Boy, I'm balling with my Benjamins. <laughs> Gotta be. So Look how high it is. On Real diamond, boy. Hey, <laughs> Money team, yeah, boy. Be the realest, man. <laughs> Only chicken flavor. Cause y'all don't want this beef. You like beef over chicken? Boy, you know you suck. <laughs> not, not with the Fiji. Yeah. You cooking noodles with the Fiji water? When I do, all I use is Fiji water. Ugh. Push. <laughs> it had to be a certain length, so you know we had to get that slow mo going. Oh right, right, right. The dirty ass microwave. <laughs> you know I cooked them noodles. Can I just you say, know I cooked them noodles. The gain on y'all's microphone was crazy. You know I <laughs> eat them noodles. It, it wasn't <laughs> ideal. You know I eat them noodles. Oh. Did I just hear an ad lib? That would have been young. You know I cooked them noodles. You know I cooked them noodles. You know I eat them noodles. I don't remember this ever having a beat switch. You know I eat them noodles. Only chicken flavor. Y'all don't want this beef. No, that was my, that's my line right there. Wow. <laughs> you know I cooked them noodles. You know I cooked them noodles. You know I eat them noodles. Production you know is I crazy. eat them noodles. So Slow-mo is oh. crazy. They really are trying to make that time. <laughs> sponsor, were y'all sponsored by Fiji? Don't sue. <laughs> Fiji's like, where's our money at? Y'all yeah. see the bricks under the... Oh, uh, not the bricks. Not the robin <laughs> bricks. All right, you know, we got the girl gang right here all day, every day. Girl gang right here. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Oh, let's get the, these credits back up here so we can uh, properly shout everyone out. Taylor, would, do you want to do the honors? Of course. We. I didn't do too much. I was the the brain and the idea, knowing I have no talent to pull it off. <laughs> of course, all the credit goes to Ben, Alex, and Brandon. You know they uh, they brought it to life. You know, made it, making the beat and Garage Band and all that stuff. Right. Shout out. Everybody wrote their own bar, and I I was just there to ad lib. And editor slash hype man, That's, you are um, credited on here. Uh, 
Trying to, can I get a, a playback at the very beginning where Alex yeah. is in the cut? Because I just I need, I need to see what this man had on. Oh, you talking about um, what he was wearing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead, and give me a little, little bit. Of Money, they start changing on you. I don't mess with that. Let me hit. Oh, dude, this with man the, is straight cholo right with now. With the Mexican chain right here, I don't even know what type of link this is. He this got is the, definitely not a Cuban. Freshly ironed Dixie <laughs> short or Dickie shorts. Yeah. Past the need with some. What are these down here, bro? Some fours. fours. We got yep. some fours. <laughs> Gold watch, gold chain, short no, cello cut. These may be no brand socks, plain white socks. <laughs> yeah, you know it is. Bro. <laughs> that did he dress like this hair. every day, too? I know he had to. I, I, I can't remember too much, but, you know, if I had to guess. It's hey, good. is that a that's a bust down on the wrist over there? Yo. He got the bust down. <laughs> and the bracelets over here, just for a little extra, you know, can never accessorize too much. That's fucking hilarious. And let's let's talk about T Bone over here. We got the Life High School Mustang hoodie dripped out, sucking noodles out the cup <laughs> like it's nothing. Hey, you know I got everybody's got on the khaki pants. I, I look like I'm wearing gold pants. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got them dark khakis. Now, now the funny thing about this whole thing is that whole time I was filming this, I couldn't see shit. Oh I didn't yeah, have you didn't get yet. your glasses on. <laughs> Where were your glasses at? I didn't have them yet. You didn't know you needed them? You didn't have contacts or anything? You didn't know you, yeah. I was just one day sitting in chemistry class and I couldn't read the board, so I was like, maybe I should go get it checked out. <laughs> Turns out, I've been needing them. You're like, the no, wait, people don't always see blurry? So, what were you doing for sports and stuff? Every this? sport I played, except for baseball, where I could wear prescription sunglasses, like football, I played without them. I didn't wear wow. contacts or anything. You're so, going out there fucking blind as a bat. I can't see far away. So like playing the line didn't oh, wow. didn't matter too much. So if you took your glasses off right now, me and Brock would both be blurry. You're the only one who's blurry. I can yeah. I can't read Brock's shirt though. Okay, damn. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I think my eyes are bad, but nah, it's it's a it's a tough struggle. It is, I imagine. So what we're seeing here is a music video of um, a couple high school kids and. Um, at an unnamed high school. <laughs> um, they have it written all over there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to go to the YouTube and check it out, I, let's, think, I think you should. I think we deserve to give this a dive. Yeah. But let's talk about the transition here because this took. This is a multi-day project here because we got oh. different outfits. And then we get an uh, outfit change here. And Taylor's rocking the shorts with the high black socks. <laughs> hey, hey, the elite socks were still in then. Yeah, oh, yeah, they were. Y'all feel like black socks now is kind of like a no-go, right? No. Especially high uh, socks. I'm all With in the on. Nike though on, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. I feel like, yeah, it me depends and T-Bone on what shoe on you're wearing, wave right? Yeah. That like, right above the ankle. If it's Nike. not a ankle Nike sock, I don't want it. Yeah. Damn. It, Isn't that crazy? It did hurt me to let all my elites go because it was at $12 a pair. That was like fucking yes. gold exchange back then. And now I just, you know, sent them all to Goodwill because it's like, I got to make more room for the Nike Nobody cruise. wants some fucking Elites no more. Y'all ever crazy. get a hole in one of them, though? Never my whole life. I've never had a hole in an Elite sock. No, I actually, no, because I didn't wear them enough. Yeah. Like, I had enough that I could, you know. Transition. I think I beat mine down. Did I, I remember I you used holes. to have to have every single color of Elite sock. And they had to match the, sock, the shoe. Yeah. Because, what, back at... Back before when we all still were going to school together, it was Katie's sixes, yeah. elite yeah. socks, bunch of just crazy ass colors, and then you get the 
the sock to match it. Yeah, that uh, and they had all the colors. Right. Yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah, with the. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was a cool ass sock. Right. No, like basketball players still wear them. Like you know. Yeah, but that's. They're that's still a, in that's for an some NBA people. Sock. They do it with stance now, don't they? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Some of them. But bro, Stan's yeah. Got some cool every socks. school had their color. Yeah, dude. That was the and then they made the the vapors. The fucking vapors are like Oh, were those the fold ones? Yeah. With the, the words in them? Yeah, the ones that said speed kills. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you something. You putting those on right after a shower though? Ooh. Fresh after Oh, try, so hard. Try taking it off yeah. like, right after practice. These ones right here. Yeah, you ain't getting them bad boys. Well they no say that this went platinum in the streets. And then <laughs> I remember in football we all got these free ones right here. Yeah. And we were like, ooh, I was saucing because my mom was not buying me these uh-uh. shits. She was like, I'm not Bro, buying you, you $12 about socks. It, $12 for a one pair of socks. Actually, I think they were 18 now that I think about it. Yeah, I think they were more than 12 But all I remember, though, the colorway, the pink ones. Oh, the breast cancer ones. These ones right here? Yeah, because I forgot yeah. what they folded down. to Because they had like a special phrase in it. Because it wasn't like the speed kills. It was like... Uh, Something else. Yeah, let's see. Uh, but But those went hard, but like... Thinking back on it, you know, just to wear a week is a hundred dollars in socks. You're right. Yeah. And now I'm all right paying eighteen for the five pack. Dude, yeah, no, what? No lie. We used to think that was like so special to like be able to wear pink and we were like, Oh yeah, you can wear pink today and buy buy a mouthpiece and all that, you yeah. know? That was crazy. Used to pink it up. Um anyways, uh unfortunately I think someone maybe came through and hid these videos or something because this is the only video on the YouTube. As crazy as it sounds, there was never a sequel. Ah, oh, damn. We, we need a sequel. Wait, can we get one right now? No, I'm like I said, I wasn't the. I can't pull it <laughs> off. But but our uh, our one hit. We always talked about a a comeback going explicit. You know, right? Okay. Fresh out the. But we we could never get all back in the same room to get that get that magic going again. This was like one of the first things they showed me when uh, we moved to Denton. Right, yeah, because that's fucking song. That's how I remember um, seeing it now too. Is from Denton. And they pulled it up. Yeah. Let's see what this is. Can you rap over this one? I I can't rap over anything. You really about to put T Bone on the? Uh, this is not playing. You can go acapella. You're gonna be disappointed. I am already, <laughs> and I haven't even said anything. <laughs> No, I can't find one on the fly like that. Hey, well, that's good because it wasn't happening. Plus, they're not playing. I don't know what. Oh, here we go. No, can't get it to not play. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. My my SoundCloud rap days are behind me. Are they? <laughs> All right. So, um, so this is kind of how we met, but in a different way. You're at a different school, but um, when we were out there, y'all were talking about. The lovely sport of peewee football, uh, and how yes. uh, I think your dad was Brock's coach, right? Yep. For for a few, uh, actually, what years? No, he was definitely my coach for at least. It was when the Mustangs came together, right? Right. Well, when there were the Mustangs at first. Red Raiders. Because then we played together on that team. Yeah. And then, either we did you play for the Bruins? I didn't play for. So the that's Bruins. you were still a Mustang then. Yeah. Yeah. So it was up until I think till that. Second or last yep. year, where you went to the Longhorns, yep, and we we stayed as the Mustangs and absorbed the Bruins, basically, yep. right. And this is like y'all were in real life uh, Friday night tykes, like, <laughs> type, type yep. stuff, right? Yeah, I guess what Red Oak had three or four teams. It was at, there. I at the thought end. we had more than that. 
Well, that last season we played, it was the Longhorns, the Gators, yep. the Mustangs, and the Cowboys. Okay. And but the, this had to be like 06? Shit. No, it would have been. We would have been like 12, right? Yeah, it would have been probably 10 or 11. Okay. Yeah, because last year Pee Wee, we were in sixth grade. Oh, damn. I thought something actually came up here. No, nah, I mean, I know, uh, yeah, we uh, we we played, and it was a lot of fun. But I was telling T-Bone that I love Rodney Bridgers to death, but I have one beef with him. And, you know, everybody knows the, the weight rule. You can't run the ball if you're over a certain weight. Uh, and just quick little story time. This takes me back. I remember I was in the beginning of the season, before weigh-in, I was coming in around 142 probably. The weight limit to run the ball was 130. So it was like the day before. Me and, no bullshit, me and my mom go and get laxatives. Uh, <laughs> I like, oh I take God. laxatives because I wanted to run the – I had run the ball – like, cause I was running back the whole Pee Wee, uh, my whole Pee Wee career. So right. when you know it was on the fence this year about me running the ball or not, I was like, "Damn, I gotta, I gotta do something." So I really wanted to run the ball. Took laxatives, didn't eat anything that whole day. <laughs> I shit you not, I shit like twenty times the <laughs> night before. Weighed myself like the morning of the weigh in. I think I was, I was good at home. It was like 129 or something. Got there, weighed myself. It was 130.8. Oh Rodney gosh. was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you let someone do it, then you got to I get the, it. The, one, yeah. the, the 131s. You gotta, yeah. I get it, yeah. Hey, and you know, I can't confirm it because we don't know. But if you were wearing a Mustang, it probably would have <laughs> right. been 129. <laughs> right. I get it. That's Dang. a Friday night uh, tyke shit right there. So, like, your dad was, like, the commissioner or something? Yeah. Or? yeah. President, right? Yeah, he eventually became the president because, I mean, he just, he thought it could, you know, the way it was yeah. going down, it could have been better. And, I mean, like, I know before he got out of it, he had expanded and they were playing more teams. and Nice. Yeah. And it was. He got us good. into playing in the Cowboys Stadium, right, though? No, they were doing that before. But he, uh, when he was president, that's when the year we did it at SMU. Because That's Cowboy right. Stadium had quit doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because every time I go to Mason's house, I see the pictures of him and his brother at the Cowboy Stadium. Like, because, you know, it would be a big deal. Yeah. That one and that was in Irving. Yes. What, a, what a cool thing that, that was. That was Texas though. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Texas Stadium. Wow. What a cool thing that was. Yeah. See, I'm kind of sad that I wasn't able to be a part of that in the Pee Wee because I didn't play mm. football till junior high. Wow. And uh, I wish I would have been able to like experience this and have all the stories like y'all have. Were you playing anything? Were you doing any other sports before? I was doing like some baseball, but never like consistently like every year, you know, with the okay. same people or anything. So it was like I think I maybe played like two or three years of baseball with just like random little league teams just right. picking up and stuff. So uh, yeah, but that's why I was like talking talking to y'all earlier that I was kind of scared to play football in junior high. And I wanted to go play tennis instead, mm. but I didn't. So. Yeah, that's the crazy thing with Brock. You know, we played everything together there for a while. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was like our same Mustangs would just play different sports. Yeah, right. The year we played baseball and soccer together, though, that same season, that was that, that was a mess, wasn't it? It was a logistical nightmare. Yeah. Because 
there would be games we would have to play half down on the soccer team and because mm-hmm. oh, we were all on the same yeah. teams mm-hmm. and there was like no replacements so wow. it was like uh when I, we finally reconnected uh in denton i had that picture of Brock yeah. is in the background of me yeah. playing soccer i was like hey there he is that's oh, so wow. cool t-bone you want to share the story of uh how we i don't know rediscovered each other in denton well yeah I, we were uh, getting ready to play some intramural football you know yeah. our team was not looking the best <laughs> we uh who's your best player at the time well obviously it was me right, right. <laughs> so uh you know as the coach and gm it, it's my job to help find the best players available right so we were getting ready to play our first season as the gauchas and flag football and uh champions so we I, actually i don't think anybody knew you and bug were going there Mm-mm. Oh wow! Yeah, we didn't really mention it. We just no. kind of. So we uh, we and were walking around the union, going to get dinner, and uh, we see somebody that looks like Brock to us walking around with his headphones on, and it's like, of course, oh shit, is that Brock? <laughs> yeah. And so me and Justin are sitting there, you know, and it's like, what if he played on our team? Because like, and we had no idea Bug was there. Yeah. Right. So it was like. We'll go see if Brock wants to play on our flag football team, you know. Cause and keep in mind, when was the last time I even we yeah, have even that's talked to said. each other it before? It would have been then. freshman year of high school, so so like five years, six years at that point, right? It would have been twenty, yeah, twenty fourteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you know, I I had known Brock forever, so mm-hmm. it was like you know, and y'all y'all are sophomores in college right. too. Yeah. June, I yeah. think it was my junior year. Okay, we've been sophomores. Yeah, I think it was like the end of your sophomore year, right? Because uh, I was, like I was sophomore at Navarro, and oh, then okay. I was starting my junior year at UNT. But anyways. Right. So we did that, and you know, we Justin went up to him and was like, what's up, Brock? And then it was, uh, hey, you want to play uh, some intramurals? And you're like, oh, Bug goes here, too. I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. ask him. Yeah. And so, you know. I'll I'll admit it though the first game they were they were almost late and it was like oh they're not coming ah <laughs> uh, they Sounds you thought they right. showed you up and no. then, so then we uh, we developed a real good scheme let a girl throw the ball for an extra couple points to yeah. Brock and fuck it they're down there somewhere yeah oh that really counts as oh, extra yeah. points Jen was our quarterback right right yeah, yeah. so it was uh, if a girl caught it it was worth more points yeah. or if they threw it it was worth more points oh wow so they weren't the same as long as a girl touched the ball mm-hmm. you think they still do those rules. Probably. I'm sure. Yeah. Now, and the thing that the hottest opinion that I gave was play with the girls' ball so we can throw it further. Uh, <laughs> that right. was a hot hot topic. It was a hot topic around the locker room. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was easier to catch in case Jen did have to throw the check down. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unlikely, but. But they never said shit. Like the refs or anything didn't say anything about the small ball, right? No, but it was y'all wanting it to was, catch the bigger yeah, ball. Yeah. And I was like, no, uh, yeah. So they Jennifer they wanted to have further. a pissing contest. No. And so, you know, we. Uh, Honestly, we had a great season. Our first game, we did lose because we we didn't know what to do. That's true. Yeah. So we should right. have beaten them, and then we ran through the rest of the. Yeah. The, and this is you guys' first ever intramural game too, right? Right. Yeah. So our first intramural game with Brock and Bug because we we don't practice. I mean, right. Yeah. We talking about practice. <laughs> practice. Right. And Ain't so it was that. like you know. So as the season went on, we developed a system and you know small adjustments not anything crazy like where i'm rolling out a full playbook or anything it was like it was still backyard bullshit right and so we we end up having a great regular season with the one loss going into the playoffs we're like Mm -hmm. the two seed Mm -hmm. and uh we end up making it to the championship against the undefeated uh nightmare like actual professional not professional but like 
Like, I remember seeing that because at that point I had watched them play once or something through just being down there hanging out with Brock. And I remember seeing these people that y'all are playing and they were like running a circuit out there. It was oh, like yeah. a clockwork to them. Yeah, that, you know, back in those days, I, I wasn't doing the best in school. So oh, I spent right. that entire game day <laughs> watching their tape, <laughs> trying to figure out how to counter it. Yeah. Now, the flaw in my plan was A, their girls were as good as Brock and Bug. Yeah, they're pretty damn good. And so they were so good that we couldn't we couldn't even stop them. I had fucking Sydney Chapa on there, which is an absolute unit of a woman. Right. The, the way she cut made everybody look bad. Like we were yeah. having to use Brock, Bug, Peyton. Yeah, that shit was wild. To, to cover them because yeah. they were so so much faster and like there's and like they played in Florida like for like a yeah they're they're on some real shit yeah. You know, it's crazy. It feels like in every intramural we played, we always got met by basically semi-pros. Volleyball, same yeah. thing. And, Brock, so before then, you were playing um, seven-on-seven in Mansfield uh, when you were living at 521. I sure was. You remember? Yes, sir. So sure how, how did that compare to, like, transitioning over to intramural? Oh, like T-Bone was saying, it was, bro, you remember. And yeah. I don't know if you knew this, T-Bone. I showed up to the games drunk all the time. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I was pretty smashed. Yeah. Because Chacho, Chacho would come over, we'd smash like half a gallon Carlo of wine, Rossi, yeah. and then we'd be like, all right, fuck it, you want to go to Emeralds? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. And so, right. yeah. But you always play level-headed. Exactly. Right. Nah, Taylor was saying earlier that you put him on that Moscato from the Carlo Rossi jokes. Yeah, yeah. bro, I put everybody on Denton and yeah. on that shit. But we're talking about you you going over here to Mansfield to play a seven-on-seven, seven. That those guys were balling no, like they yeah, were actually was, trying to play those are like you know ex high school athletes yeah, and stuff right. and you got to didn't intramurals you obviously still have the you know people who played in high school and stuff like our team and uh maybe a couple of other people but a lot of the time we played people who was like this friend group who were just like looking for shit to do yeah. you know probably also a little tipsy some of them yeah you know? everybody's out there you know colleges like just doing it for shits and gigs. We played this last game, like T Bone was saying, and they're like, they played together in Florida. Like, they do this shit outside of yeah. Intramurals. And I remember, like, actually trying that game. Right. Yeah. And, like, being frustrated with, like, when somebody would score on us and stuff. I'm like, damn, we, it wasn't that fun anymore because yeah. we were actually playing. But, so the outcome of that game. This is the championship game we're talking about, right? Yeah. Y'all were the second best team. Right. right. And y'all lost? Oh, yeah. We, we lost, I don't, yeah. I don't, Terrible. I think we scored one touchdown, and it was garbage time at the end of the game. Yeah. Because, like, their <laughs> their offense was so – and then we couldn't even get close to the quarterback. He was yeah. so shifty. And because he was throwing to the girls, it was worth more points. So Yeah. Oh, damn. I will say, though, some of my fondest memories in life was fucking – intramurals at unt though yeah so let's go on to the next season was basketball volleyball well was volleyball, volleyball afterwards volleyball, volleyball so, was a so good we time kept, we kept the same cast and crew we you know yeah. we, we got these they used to have a t-shirt shop in the north texas <laughs> union yeah. so i went and uh, got us some uh yaucha jerseys which for anybody who doesn't know a yaucha is the species name of the predator <laughs> which we had the question every time we showed up right what the hell yeah. is a yaucha what the hell is a yatucha yatucha <laughs> yeah because also it's not spelled anything like you're imagining in your head right now no it's a y-u 
T-J-A-S. I'm surprised you can even remember that. Hey, I, I've had to write it down many times. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we uh, so we decided, you know what, we're going to play volleyball. And so Jennifer, our friend up there, she's, she's our captain of the team. And, you know, so we've got our two new superstars from football. we got Brock and Bug, you know, right. ca- carrying the load. Probably and, even more confident in the volleyball than we are football. Oh, yeah. this was It wasn't like football where we rolled out and we're like, oh, we don't know what we're doing. It was yeah. pretty... Because we got we got some help. Yeah, reinforcement for sure. was on the way. But this is court volleyball, right? Court volleyball, yeah, yeah okay. six on six indoor. In the um, in the wreck in the in wreck. Yeah. In which, like you said, we had help. Uh, who came? Um, we got Abby. Yeah. We got uh, eventually we got Leah. Yeah, Leah came. Yeah, if she, she wasn't refing, yeah, right? Yep, yep. So we got her, and uh, we had Jennifer. Right. Uh, B. Yeah. Everybody kind of knew. Yeah. At least how to get the ball up. Right. We we could function. Yeah. In worst case scenario, even if you made a bad hit, we could save it. Yeah, we yeah. could save it. It's not fundamental volleyball that was going on. But nobody but was... was up there swinging away like me and Bug. Right. Right. So we were like, oh, we got this shit on lock. Plus, y'all got the jump and already yeah. got the height on top of that. So And Abby was like a legitimate like yeah. setter. Yeah. So Brock and oh, Bug yeah. just feasted on put the outside. It down. Yeah. yeah. And it was like get it to her yeah. and she's going to go left or right. Yeah. And whichever side she goes to, the other side's getting it. Yeah. yeah. So how did this season conclude? Well, I same think, thing as football. Well, uh, we're the two seed. We, <laughs> the two seed yeah. we, we, I don't, I think we did. I think we blew a game, but it wasn't. And that's why we were the two seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Cause I, I imagine we didn't have a perfect season. Yeah. Right. So we make it to the playoffs and you know, whatever game we played before the championship was also very intense because it was every team we played was actually decent in the playoffs okay. except for the first round yeah because okay. i think that was one of those like stem programs or whatever and it was like high school kids and they were not <laughs> yeah <ready. laughs> oh i remember that they were yeah. not yeah uh, now okay should you tell the story about uh when we played the refs what happened what what happened when we played the refs i think you went up for a, a spike and somebody got in the way with their face Oh, my ex girlfriend. <laughs> oh, we we shall say no names, but yeah, yeah, I ended up. I spiked a girl. Was she a ref? She was playing, but it was the ref team. Okay. I. Long story short, I fucking swung away, straight to the dome. Everybody stopped. I was like, damn. <laughs> it was like what just happened. Had never even talked to his girl. Ended up dating her like a month later. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so our. And then we make it to the volleyball finals. You know, we're going for our first gold medal. You know, we came up short in football. And so all of a sudden we're looking at the team and Bug looks at us and goes, this is the club team. Yeah. So we played the North Texas club team. Which is some bullshit. What are they doing Uh, in the intramurals? And like in the regular like class, it's not even like a competitive league. It's like just co-ed. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I mean, we fought them hard. They had some cats. Don't get yeah. yeah. So these are like the people that resemble UNT and like go to like yeah. They go. They, yeah. they can wear the hawk or whatever it is on their shirt. Yeah. Keep okay. in mind too, for reference, me and Bug were going to play club that year too. Right. Before and also, we're talking about state champion volleyball winners, Curtis Houston and. Okay, Bug. but yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, we all men's league. May I? Add? We're going to play club with them. Uh, showed up to maybe two practices. The second practice, for sure, uh, some girl told Bug to run, and he was like, uh, fuck that, not coming back. 
And then I left in the middle of practice saying I had to go take a test or some shit and never came back. Because oh. we were like, oh, this is way too serious. Anyways, we played those people. Side note, the Yauches, we don't run. Oh, no, right. we don't. No. We're in-game uh, Minimal cardio. effort. We are in here for shits and gigs, get drunk right. and play some sports. You're not trying to tear a hammy or no. you know, blow your knees out. No, we're going to try on the field. Right. But we're not going to, before the game, we're not going to, no. We're not practicing. We're not. I mean, we will lightly stretch. Right. But it's not organized. It's you do what you want to do. Yeah. So, do you remember uh, at the final set? Like, I think we got one. We got one. I had to because we, as a team, we were pretty. We had a lineup that was good enough to compete. Yeah. We just couldn't sustain because we did eventually have to sub. Yeah, and, that's true. And once we subbed, and even if we were down, just you or Bug, I mean. It was a huge difference because that front line was tough. Because <laughs> yeah, it was dude, coming. Some... Yeah. I mean, I felt like I was diving all over the ground. And <laughs> and, I, and, I, and they were aiming for me. They knew, yeah. I, they knew I was out there. They had some cats, man. <laughs> okay, so y'all come up short again in volleyball. And then, too, man. And then after that? We transitioned to basketball. Basketball. I'm pretty excited about basketball going right. into it. And we have uh, you, Brock, recruits a walking home guest, Juwan. Yes, Shout yes, out sir. to Juwan if Shout you listen. Um, so go ahead and uh, just describe that season. Well, we I thought we picked up somebody else, too, that y'all knew. Who was our starting five? you remember? Uh, if Jen wasn't there, I was in it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Bug didn't play basketball because no. he was like, for whatever reason, he Bug's allergic to basketball. Right. Even he, though he's an athlete and he can play. Natural born athlete. Right. Can play he's like, no, nah, I'm not hooping. Yeah. So we had Megan, Jennifer, yeah. B, yeah. you, me and Peyton. Yep. Gabe didn't play. Juwan. Juwan. And I think we had one more. Like, And Leah played. Oh, oh, wasn't it uh, your roommate, CJ or KJ? KJ, KJ did come play with us right. a couple times, right? And your ex girlfriend from volleyball played. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. our our lineup, <laughs> like, really, our our lineup wasn't too too bad. Yeah, we like, were solid. And if we lost, it's because we shot ourselves out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Now, our some of our players did not take the most basketball savvy shots, but you know what? <laughs> We were there to have fun, and yeah. the fact that I got benched for shooting a half court shot up ten, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Jennifer disrespected me. That is a little disrespectful. I mean, we're up ten. Y'all are up ten. Have some fun with it. I mean, do you remember a record? Like how how'd we do? I don't. I, really I know we didn't basketball. play for the chip. Yeah, we so, we we made it to the playoffs, and I, I we may have won our first round game. Did we lose? We lost to that one team that had that that guy NFL linebacker, right? Yeah. Because uh, I remember Justin tried to recruit that one guy from the wreck that was the ex-football player who had the knee injury to oh, play okay. on, on our team. But he uh, he was like, oh, I can't play the competitive. Like, right. like I can play pickup, but I can't play, like, organized. Yeah. Okay. Because it was, it was, like, bad for his, like, you know, look. Something. Yeah. Right, yeah. And so, like, we uh, – I think we made, we made it to the second round. Yeah. And, I mean – there was some guys in there that were certified dogs. Yeah. Like the the plaque top wreck is not the same as nope. football and uh volleyball. No. There are there are real legit yeah. athletes. Yeah. You, you knew your place in basketball. Right, yeah. I mean, it didn't happen to any of us, thankfully, but I mean we saw some posters. Oh, we did. Really? Yeah, it was getting real in, in basketball. 
And this, like and this legit was COVID. posters, like Duncan. Yeah. It was fucking COVID. Oh, yeah. COVID. Yeah. You telling me what? Were people actually trying to defend these? Oh, this dunks? was this was full court pickup. You know, wow. pick you up on the other end. I mean, once you got to the playoffs, it was a totally different game yeah. than what we had played. We oh, were wow. the physicality. I mean, and all the teams were, go to the playoffs, no matter what. Uh, no, I think you had to qualify. Okay, but it was so y'all were good enough to qualify. Yeah, because I mean, we we lost a couple. We yeah. definitely weren't as dominant as no. our other sports. Right, basketball is definitely our least dominant yeah sport. but we definitely like on games we were on we played great yeah and then if we shot like shit we it was a whole lot of fun though yeah but like we knew we weren't going to be competitive no, yeah. like to win it all i mean i think we could have we needed one or two more pieces yeah but we didn't have any ringers for that one right but i mean the team that knocked us out that i think he played the entire game right like he was <laughs> and we didn't have rock or the, no, the, uh, the, the guy, the, good fucking... guy. the guy was playing center, and it looked like Shag. This is the guy he that Brock big. says is the linebacker dude, whatever. Yeah, how tall was he? You remember? I, I think he, he was had a six, couple inches on eight. me. Yeah, and it was I like was guarding him. And this guy was like a legitimate, like it looked like we were playing Shag out there. Just, yeah, he was a like one step, two hand boom. Oh yeah, like, I mean it was like standing in the paint dunks. Yeah, and it, it it was the first time we had played anybody where we yeah. had like got dunked. it was worth a damn. And it was like, and they started yeah, and they were dunking in pregame, and it was like yeah. oh sh- yeah. oh shit, it, our our time has come. The only dunker we had was me, and I was like inconsistent at that point. And then okay, so so I had to guard that motherfucker, and he had easily like thirty forty pounds on me. So Taylor described himself earlier as a uh, corner specialist badge unlocked. <laughs> how would you how would you back that up? I'll back it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the best way to describe me is a, a Brian Scalabrini with no game. Okay. You know, Red Mamba, that's me. <laughs> you just didn't have the handles, right? Is what uh, I'm I mean, I wasn't cleaning glass, I wasn't dribbling. I'm a yeah. stand on the arch. You now, didn't really want to put the ball in him or his brother's hands. Yeah, Hayden was did. like a fucking Tasmanian devil with right. the ball, dude. I at least didn't turn it over like him. I made passes at least. You know, Peyton is like just quick little motherfucker. Right? Yeah, shifty. But as soon as he gets the ball, it's like he forgets how to dribble. Dude, yeah. it's like what am I supposed to do with my hands? Right. Now I do have the only basket I made. I have it on camera. Yeah, from the from the you crowd. got the receipts. I remember because you know it was a wild time, and you know, ah, but but. You know what sport I forgot we played? Yeah, I was about to say we had one more sport we played. Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, Every single wow. game got canceled. Yeah, that didn't last long Every single all. game got Every, canceled? We played one. And wow. it, was, it was a playoff game. Yeah. Oh, Freezing wow. cold. And it, nobody knew how to play. Mm-mm. We didn't know the rules. Well, we picked up, oh boy, uh, what's his name? Pay- Payne's friend. Oh, Drake? Yeah. We yeah. picked him up. and uh, Every game. Yeah. Canceled until the playoffs. And then we thought we were getting a forfeit. And then they showed up and it was like, oh, they know what they're doing. Yeah. That game was not close. Ultimate Frisbee is like a legit sport. Like, it, you can get very good at it and, like, have a lot of good strategy. And, and it's, like, very athletic, too. It's not. I, I think a lot of people think Ultimate Frisbee may be just, like, some type of backyard, like, um, neighborhood sport fiasco thing but it's like it can get pretty organized and pretty deadly it was the most com- it was the hardest sport we played because none of us had really played no yeah and we were just like fucking chunk the disc and yeah and it and it did not go well right but it's fine uh unfortunately we were, we were signed up to play softball and then when the pandemic happened it cut us short 
Oh, wow. So the Yauches died that day in March when they shut oh. it down because we had, we had even had a practice. We broke our Yaucha rule. Because, oh, yeah. because softball, we were we were prepared to do our best. Oh, we were excited for softball, too. I remember that. Yeah, I mean, R.I.P. So, yeah, the fucking pandemic hit. March 15th. So, we didn't play a single. We, I thought we played something. No, like we did, we did not play one. 2021? We didn't do nothing? I don't think there was anything back open. All because Rudy Gay. And I, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, yeah, there you go. And like, uh. <laughs> See, and by the time everything opened back up and recs were open, I w- I had already graduated, so I was an elder. Yeah. And, uh, and I think know, I was going to. So they the Yauches did continue without us, but we uh, it was our women's team. Jennifer led them to a championship in football in wow. the women's division without y'all. Yeah. Wow. So, so who's who's there? Who are these players on the women's team? Jen. We had Jennifer. We had Megan. Leah. B. Basically, yeah. B. Our our casting crew. Oh, we forgot to mention Frenchie. Frenchie's a dog. Oh, Frenchie was a certified Bro, she's dog. she's a certified. Did you ever meet Frenchie? I don't think so. Unless, uh, what's her actual name? Amina. Amina. Just mm. tall, light-skinned athlete. In football? Certified linebacker pass rush specialist. Fucking yeah. athlete, dude. I, don't, I guess I've never met this? her. Basketball. Ba- yeah, she did hoop with her. Okay, so y'all forgot about her then? Yeah, yeah just kidding. Sorry, we, we ain't got a roster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, she was, yeah, she was cold. That team we had put together in uh, softball, it it was lining up to be competitive. So yeah. for the first time, the Yauches as an organization has won an intramural championship. That's right. How does that feel for you, Tiba? You know, as the the founder <laughs> and the, the I guess uh, Yaucha starting founder, who you know passed the torch to Jennifer. Right. It felt good to see the Yauch's name in lights. Right. <laughs> so, with the band, what do we talk about? How is the sideline crew working? Are you uh, head coach? Do we have any OCs or anything? So, when it came to football, I, uh, I head coached, and if we got up big enough, I, w- I would play tight end. You okay. Know? I, I, I may have caught a touchdown. It's a blurry moment. May have been ten. <laughs> may have been ten. One of them longest yard it's moments. Been, it's been a while. It's been a while. But you know, in that. Longest yard remake when he comes running yeah, out on the field as the it. coach. That yeah. T-bow. That's right. that's what it looked like. Nice. And, and the other team knew if I was checking in, they were shocked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they uh yeah. So, you know, I it wasn't so much as coaching because everybody was knew knew what they were there to do. I mean right. I didn't ask anybody to do anything crazy. Nah, I mean yeah. the worst moment of my coaching career there was in the game before the championship, we ran the, the Philly special, the yeah. Yaucha special. And we threw an interception on it because we waited too long to throw the ball. So, mm. you know, I, I I cooked that up all week. <laughs> yeah. And by the time it got there, it may be an incident of no practice, but. Right. Talking about practice? Yeah, we're talking about interceptions. We're talking yeah. about interceptions. <laughs> so, you know, it, it felt good. And I was glad the Yauchas were able to come back from the dead post-pandemic right. and uh, slow-pitch softball in Denton. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that didn't last long. So, hey, I mean, we we played what two, three seasons? Yeah, because yeah, we're playing like six months ago or so, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, I know what the problem is. None of us live up there no more, so we just right. Yeah. Some, 
because I'm definitely wanting to pick it back up and, you know. Yeah, and, you know, like we talked earlier, we may have an opportunity for you, T-Bone. If you're willing to accept our contracts, we'll have to um, <laughs> send it up to the front office. To yeah, we'll have to get with my uh, my representation. Yeah, all right, Rich Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Pert Nowitzki, he, he represents himself. So we'll uh, we'll have to look into that opportunity. But, right. But, okay. So we're talking softball. How good are y'all doing here? Because Brock, I would come over or we would hang out, me and Brock, and um, like talk about softball together. And he makes it sound like, oh yeah, ooh, like we're doing pretty good. And because we were doing not so good in uh, my league, the first season, you can probably agree we were dog shit. Well, I don't think we were that bad. I think it was pure pitching. We didn't have okay. To, yeah. So you know, when you play slow pitch softball, if you can't get out. It yeah. don't matter how good we are yeah. at the plate. Yeah. So we, I think we went through five or six pitchers and just trying to find somebody that could yeah. just get close. And by the time we had done it, the season was pretty much wrapped up. So. But the second season. We were much better. I remember much better, yeah. Yeah. Because we, what, won like, what was our streak at first? We had won a couple in a row. It was at least four or five. Yeah. Nice. And, you know. The so only, y'all played long seasons then? Cause, uh, they were probably, what, eight weeks? Okay. Yeah, okay. eight weeks. But so y'all won majority of the games then. That second season. season that yes. season. Yeah. Okay. So we basically played. We played in the same league, and it was like the the bottom co-ed Denton league. You know, just because ninety nine percent of our team had never played. Yeah. That's... Then there was people like Brock who had you know played little league baseball, but hadn't touched Hell, that since. Two years of little league baseball at that. <laughs> <laughs> You but, know. Uh, you know, and then we had some others who had played, and then we had some that hadn't played since T-ball. So it was, yeah. like, fundamentally, like, knowing what to do. Yeah. And, again, we don't practice because, you know. Baseball is very fundamental. You can fundamental. definitely tell who played baseball on our team, like yeah. T-Bone, Justin, all right. them. And then me and Bo is, like, pure athleticism we're right. banking off of. Yeah. Our, our biggest downfall was our consistency from our girls because we had okay. we had some girls that showed up every week and you know they gave effort mm-hmm. but then we had others that wouldn't show up so it was like we were always filling like there yeah. was what there was one season i guess it was the most recent one i think we had a different four and five girl every week every week yeah i mean i will say we are undefeated with my parents as long as one yeah. of them plays we've yeah. never lost no your parents have played hell yeah they played wow. together both of them yes yeah. wow yeah we, uh, yeah. you, can you disclose their age? Uh, over 50. <laughs> over 50. But damn <laughs> it, they're is, getting That it, is crazy. They're but I it. will tell you this. They they gave as much effort as they could. Yeah. yeah. There was one game we were played a shorter girl, and my mom was exhausted. Cause yeah, she, poor thing. We, we played a three-person outfield, and she was out there. No yeah. way. She was out there. Yeah, and so where's where's your dad? My dad, he, he primarily plays second or okay. the outfield. depending. Playing on, infield at above 50 is crazy. Now, I mean... That's the thing, though. He's going to give effort. And, like, when yeah. he, he runs the bases, I mean, he's running it with the, <laughs> all that, his might. That well, we're talking about a guy that has, like, sports history, like, sports runs in his blood. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's savvy on the bases. See, you right. Know? Well, wasn't your mom an athlete, too? Yeah. My mom played uh, soccer at DeSoto. Really? Yeah. yeah. She, yeah I never they, knew that. They're both yeah. some studs. Yeah. So, and they, uh, my mom's golf swing. It is the ugliest golf swing I've <laughs> ever seen. But <laughs> it, she went on a vacation one time. And played in this long drive challenge. No. I think I think it was Myrtle Beach. Yeah, she won the bitch with the no ugliest way. golf swing ever. What was wow. the distance? I don't know. I wasn't around. So probably, the swing is ugly, something. 
But the results are solid. Like you take her to Top Golf, it's going to the net. Tell about wow. Like Charles Barkley ugly. But I, does she have the short you game? Seen, you seen? Y'all, have y'all seen Charles Barkley? Charles no. Barkley's got. It, it's not Charles Barkley bad. Okay. But it's Charles Barkley. That's that's something. Pull it up, Sean. Yeah, I'll pull it up. So your mom no short game though. She can't. Uh, you know. My mom is competitive and good at everything. I haven't found a flaw in her game. No. Her her biggest downfall is her body quitting on her and you know getting sore. Yeah. So I bet she she probably hit like. <laughs> oh, that is bad. Like who's teaching them though? Right. How you how you a millionaire and swing like that? Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Nah, bro, he like goes down at it. Look, that's a double take. What is he doing for right now? Four. Wow. What is going on? Look at that. <laughs> Bro. Oh my gosh, what that. is that? I he has like... enough money to pay somebody to fucking... This has to be the only basketball player in the history of basketball to not be, not even have a decent like driving swing. How much money y'all think Michael Jordan took from him gambling on golf? Oh my <laughs> god, the back foot. I hope he foot. stayed away from Michael during that The shit. back foot. Look right. at this. Oh my gosh, comes straight up as it's soon like as it goes. He's treating it like t-ball. Like yeah. This isn't even a happy Gilmore swing. This is just straight up oh unfundamental. Like no no way that ball went anywhere close to straight. No. That's only <laughs> off the teach. I don't know what his irons look like either. Yeah, probably not good. Fuck. You think it has to do with him being so tall though? It is kind of hard to swing like yeah, that when you're so being. tall. I don't know cuz he's got the golf clubs that go with it. Right, that's true too. You but he's definitely in the wrong position here, like crouched over. Like he needs to be like leaned back, kind of right. I mean, I'm not like a golf nah. pro, but I can tell you that's not right. No, I can tell you that is not right. Yeah, yeah he ain't doing something right. <laughs> but you know, that's the crazy thing. I I will tell the most embarrassing story that happened from my little league career and anything is one year we were playing baseball and uh, we played against the moms of the team, mm. and my mom. Hit two home runs and beat the shit out of us. No like, way. The moms beat us. Who and was pitching? I think we had a coach pitching, so it was the okay. same both okay. sides. But like my mom legitimate at, at this age, she would have been like forty five. Yeah. Just whooping our ass at like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like no no regards for human life. Just how great is it that they let y'all do that? Oh, I mean it was that was like our end of the year party. Right. And like we would have been talking shit all week. To yeah, our parents, right, right. and you know, it was just. It was, oh, and it I was bet ne- your mom gave you an earful too. It was never close. <laughs> every, every, it looked like we were playing the the Rangers. I mean, it was just yeah. <laughs> and like you know, they don't practice. No, they don't field. And, uh-uh. they, they, and they beat us big, big time. Right. Oh my gosh! And then now they have all the right to be out there yelling in the stands like, "Do better, Taylor." Right. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I, I, I hear that plenty. Yeah, I right. swear. Football moms know one call in football, and it's holding. Yeah, I swear right. to God, every fucking call oh they gosh. think they see the flag in there. That's holding, ref. That's holding. Yeah. bro. Football moms do not know any other fucking call. No, yeah, hey, and block somebody. And, yeah, yeah right. man, block what? somebody. Yeah. Y'all need y'all need to block somebody. This is what this is what I need to talk to Taylor about. O line struggles. How <laughs> tell tell your side of the story of like how bad it is being 
like the pinnacle, the first person to blame of any type of play getting blown up ever in the history of football. Well, you know, as an undersized lineman myself, you know, I was never, never big. <laughs> Even in Pee Wee, I was always the center. So yeah. up until I switched schools, I had always played center and you know held down the held down the fort. Right. And so you know, anytime something goes wrong, you skill players, y'all like to blame us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Hey, you wore an X. You know what it's like. Yeah, I know it's like I played both sides. But man, when you're you're down in the trenches and that guy across from you is just giving you the business and there's you nothing your you can ass do. whooped. Because <laughs> like if you hold, it's just as bad. Yeah. So uh, luckily. At Red Oak, they taught me the, the strat. Just cut them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right, right, so right. once I learned how to cut people, I mean, you, ca- you catch a hot, few high lows, you know, with right. your guard, but, like, he's getting through. <laughs> Just chop his legs. Yeah. So my on my on if you pull up my huddle, I have a highlight tape where we run a zone read on, like, the two. Okay. I'm playing left tackle. I cut the guy down. My other teammate pushes him down, and then another guy falls. So in the play, I cut three people, and it's a walk-in touchdown. Damn. And it was like all, and like when the school I transferred to, nobody knew how to cut. Oh, really? They weren't teaching No. That. So I was, I sh- I was like, yeah, if you can't block them. And they're like, what a skill. So what were the coaches saying? Yeah. When and I started doing, cutting people. Yeah. I mean, they weren't ideal because they were worried I was going to hurt somebody because they started, my Fuck teammates em. started doing it in practice. I was like, you don't uh, cut your own teammates. You can't yeah, practice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you can't practice this. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you want to cut somebody, you try it in the game <laughs> and go for the best. But it's. it's it's like, That's crazy that coaches didn't teach. It's like I learning that was the universal. Dark. No, and you know, yeah. The 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 other problem was it, uh, you know, you don't cut on a pass play because like, I no, mean, you, right. I mean, you yeah. can, but you got to get make because yeah. if you miss that cut, your quarterback's yeah. dead. Your quarterback's yep. fucked. <laughs> and you know, you want the hands down, but I mean, if you're playing oh, yeah. the JV level or freshman, like, no, it, you don't. Yeah. yeah, right. So like on run plays, if I knew that the guy was you know getting after it and we needed to seal it, I'd just take his legs with me. Yeah. I mean, and then once you hit the ground, you just start barrel rolling and you yeah. hit somebody else. Grab some t- legs or something. What yeah. they call the a chop block, the high low thing? Yeah, that was you know, what it was. There's nothing yeah. worse than when you try to cut somebody and your running back comes and picks him up and then they Fuck. they hit you with that 15 yard. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. That 15's hard to eat. And then you're like, that was on me. But the like cutting in general isn't even allowed anymore, right? I think you can, but I mean, it's gotten it's. I think it's gotten pretty specific on what you can and yeah. can't do. Because it used to be like the Wild West out there. I remember I used to, um, when I was getting like pretty mad in the game, I would literally come off the line, grab a guy's face mask, and just dead weight my whole body. And like, nah, you're coming down with me because I don't care. I just want to block you. And if that's what it took, I, I did it, bro. I would spit on people. And fucking punch them in their gut while we're in the middle of the pile and all this type tell, of shit. Tell them how it is, how the trenches really it, That's are. what you got to do, bro. Like, <laughs> like, you don't understand, like, the best offensive linemen there are in any level of football, they are committing some type of foul 80 to 90% of the time. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. Well, you know, just think of how boring football would be if they called holding every play because it's there. Exactly. It is there. So yeah. that's why when I'm like watching an NFL game and, you know, my dad will be like, damn, he's holding. I'm like, well, they're also, everybody's holding. What but do you want but, like, but yeah. if they don't call it, it's not holding. Also, how yep. hard is it to keep a grown man yes. from getting around you? Right. One making $20 million. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Season on you, the line. You're going to have to do something. Well, some, someone who's doing this for a living, a livelihood, they got on the line to pr- here. To protect and feed his family. Yeah. You think a little duck, 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 duck is going to stop him? No. You so got to do I'm some I'm curious shit. about this uh, 
for y'all what y'all think. Like, I've always thought the receivers had it a lot easier than the D-back, than the than the um, secondary. Oh, right. Because sure. Because secondary, yeah. Secondary yeah. has to have, like, kind of It's pure assume, intuition. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess we were just talking about the D-line. You think the D-line has it easier than the O-line? That's how I felt playing defensive line is it's more like just go at it. It's like, it's try to shoot your gap, but yeah. if you miss your gap, either way – Follow the ball, like yeah. do where go where the ball as long is going. As you're going 100, percent stay flat yeah. down the line. Don't get burnt and look stupid going downfield. Yeah, stay flat on the line. Follow the ball. That's like all I, you gotta follow. I think it depends on the level. Yeah, that okay. too. So the higher you go, I mean, the better everybody gets. Yeah. But like in football, like if a coach sees you out of position, like from the booth, mm. they're gonna call that run there. And if you miss your gap. You're yep. getting punished. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's they're, true. They're yeah. kicking you out. Yeah. And then whoever is really in that gap's already kicked out. And then next thing you know, if, if they're in the eye, you got a fullback coming downhill and <sighs> that DB back there ain't ready for Yeah. I yeah. Got no chance. It's like the higher you go in football, the more fundamental you have to really be about it. Especially when you're like talking about gaps and stuff on yeah. the line. Like, yeah, because you miss your gap. That could be a wide open hole. Or you get, um, you know, down blocked and pushed away from all the play. That I would could say be basically all the way up until varsity ball. Yeah, yeah. You could Va- just play off of just straight. Oh yeah, instinct and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, varsity. Once you get people, when- like Taylor just said, once you get people up in that box, having yeah. binoculars on you, yeah, saying, like, "Oh, sixty six isn't doing this, yeah. and seventy eight's not doing this. We need to do this." Well, and you're cooked. Y'all, everybody knows one thing. Once the videotape comes out, tape does not lie. Tape don't nope. lie. Hell no. Nah. And, and there is no problem putting you up on that screen and with that little laser going, <laughs> oh, ooh. Oop, Nothing worse. Bro, how many times has that been for you in practice? Shit, and, too many. And you know, Coming from Coach Fleming, bro. You know the play. You're like, this is the one. Yeah. And then it's like, don't call it out. Don't say anything. And then it, he hits the pause. As, uh, damn. Especially if we had like a sh- – I mean, we had a lot of shitty games. Let's be honest. Uh <laughs> But if it was really bad, going into the morning of, I'm like, I already know he's calling me out on yeah. this play, calling me out on that play. And even when I got to UMHB, yeah, for sure when I got to UMHB, because that's like real deal college football. Like That's expected. And yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I'm taking mark of every single play I fucked up on. I'm yeah. like, I'm, it is what it is. But yeah, it's, uh, it's wild how eventually, I mean, it it's got to be serious because you know there's a lot of like lives that eventually you know i mean it's like the one percent of the one percent that yeah. it like really like affects but like yeah looking back on it you know i kind of wish i'd have gave more effort and stuff like oh yeah because like once it's gone it's gone so what oh. me and brock have talked about this before like everyone like it's like so cliche and kind of like douchey to say that but like it's so true at the same time where you're like and you're not saying it like, no. oh, you, you don't think you could have gone to the NFL, but you could have no. at least played better and had more fun being better at football if you would have just gave it that little extra effort. But we didn't know what that was at the time. I mean, I think the biggest part that I, like, miss out on is it's, like, I left it out of there. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I mean, yeah, I wasn't playing the next level. I mean, right. I mean, all I did was deep snap and, you know, played a little tight end here, a little defensive line, but I mean most of it was all scout. Did you team. know that by the way? Tight end right there. Yeah. Tight end yeah, brother. So I I uh 
But like I, I had more fun playing scout team running back against JV. Yeah, right. Like it was like I'm gonna try to run through Being somebody fun. every yeah. play. The most fun I've had in football was when the semester I fell out, I couldn't play, and I was just scout team. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was giving them shit. Hey, playing scout team, especially oh as gosh. a skill player, as yeah. a, when the lineman have gets to play skill positions. Oh yeah. yeah. So like as soon as the varsity would come in, I wouldn't want any beef with the you know the defensive line. Right. So yeah. I'd go out and play wide receiver, and I'd jam- I'd uh, just. You know, block the corner. <laughs> that next play, I got pressed to hell. Didn't right. get off yeah. the line, right. and it was just like, damn. But nah, I mean, no, you're right about that though, because um, I look back at it now, and I'm like, man, if I was like, because there are like 17 year olds out there, they're like, dude, I'm NFL. Yes, yeah. I'm doing it. I'm putting in the work. I'm showing up to school, like, or before school, working out, whatever. Yeah, I kind of wish I was more like that because. I see how much effort I put into like last rep or like right, yeah. my workouts and stuff. I'm like, yeah, why can't I do this shit in high school? But then again, you know, I was worried about getting girls right. partying a little bit. No, so it's just not like you. It's not your calling. Yeah, you know, like yeah. maybe the, like that's why the effort's there for last rep and stuff like that is because yeah. this is something that you're like motivated, wanting to do something that you're actually like, you know, passionate about. I did not give a fuck about lifting weights until no. maybe halfway through my first year of college yeah been high school dude you couldn't get me to do that shit on i mean no, yeah. powerlifting yeah we did powerlifting but even then it was just like for shits and gigs it, first off it was extra workout and organized workout where yeah. like you had in our case coach fanning some guy that is was a professional powerlifter <laughs> yeah. lifted one ton total which <laughs> yeah. is crazy this is like the first achievement you can get as a power lifter is yeah. to do that yeah. and he's like teaching us how to like actually do form lifting not hurt yourself and like get yourself to lift those heavy weights so it's like that you can really get behind but doing it for like uh i guess like recreation and well-being like you're doing it like no you couldn't do that no if i see kids now though like i was at um some restaurant the other day this kid braces and all like 16, 17, he was fucking jacked. Right. I was like, this kid, and he didn't look like gross jacked, like he was on trend or steroids or on shit, some shit. Like, I could tell he was natural, like just fucking working out every day, probably. Yeah. Fucking 16 years old, looking right. chiseled as shit. So good for him. You know, I, I hope more kids are like that. Right. I mean, some people got it like that. Some, some people, people, like LeBron James was 18 right. trying to carry a franchise on his back. Hey, speaking of stuff like that, me and uh, Chanch before was talking about, like, baseball. Mm-hmm. On how, like, people, like, you know, when they were on the steroids and stuff, were throwing harder, hitting further. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, you know, we, we had a brief conversation about, like, what if they let them on it? Yeah. So, like, you know, mm. like anybody. So, like, pitchers are on it, so they're throwing harder. Yeah. Hitters are, th- are hitting further and throwing and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then also, at the end of the day, baseball is one of, is the probably the only true non-contact sport. Baseball yeah. and softball, because there's literally no contact with other humans involved, Mm-mm. unless you're like making a play out of bag. But even right. then, it's not like you're running full speed at somebody. Or like we compared it to UFC, like those people can't do steroids; they'd be out there people committing murders. People would die. Yeah, you can't have a person dying on live TV every Saturday. Right. So, so we were talking about that, like. But the crazy thing is, like the kids that do it natural now, it's like if you go back. Like, I was watching this highlight reel at an all-star game, and it's like, yeah, this guy throws 90. He's a power pitcher. Now, if you don't throw 100, that's oh. that's cake. 
Yeah. The 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 level of Can you imagine in ten to twenty years what kids are and athletes yep. are gonna look like? Yeah. They're gonna be faster, stronger. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, how long is it till somebody throws hundred and ten natural? Yeah. I right. guess it's the same thing with like running the forty. Absolutely. It's like fuckers are just Yeah. Whoa. Like, yes, there's the freaks like John Ross. Yeah. But I I can't imagine it lasts forever. Yeah, well, this is like uh, like why people don't think Michael Jordan's as good as he was because like almost every athlete or like big basketball player we know now is kind of like comparable to Michael Jordan in some sort of the way. But Michael Jordan was the only one that was doing it at the time. But now it's kind of like that's like first off the goal for anybody that is like in love with basketball, right? And then second off, it's just more uh, common to like put up those numbers. And do the shit that Michael was doing, you know? Yeah, but they like to say he plays janitors. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which isn't really true. I mean, no, he, he got to play the bad boy Pistons and um, who else? The Jazz, but, the Sonics. I yeah. mean, that, that era of basketball was so physical. And, right. like, I saw something else on Twitter. It was, like, the ratings for that are, like, oh, better yeah. than they've ever been. Dude, that's, like, fucking attitude era wrestling. Like, right. Some shit that you want to see. It's tuned in every night. Yeah. But now you got someone like Steph Curry, who's like obviously a way better shooter than Michael Jordan would be, right? And like people like Clay Thompson, or like, and then for like Dennis Rodman, very good at defense, probably was the only one playing defense like that back then. But now you got like Draymond Green, that fucking other dude that thought he was hot shit. Um, who am I thinking of? Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks, yeah. That guy's a walking meme. Right, yeah. Who's like? There's Honestly, kind of good at defense. But. I saw an argument there uh, saying that, you know, Dylan Brooks had kicked him off or they got rid of him saying, like, he's bringing in the wrong environment or whatever. Very much so. But they're saying they were embracing that at the time, though. Oh, before yeah. Before they lost. Right. So that's kind of fucked up. Like, he now he's not the part way. of the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's not. Yeah. Now he's doing wrong but your point guard can go and yeah. whoop, whoop, oh, yeah, shoot they, it up in the club and shit. They definitely that's said. That's the culture. They kicked him off because, you know, he's not John Morant. No, right, exactly. <laughs> so they didn't kick him off. They uh, they just said they're not bringing him back because right. what his the numbers his agent brought to the team. Oh, no. were they yeah. wanting a lot of money? They want 20 for that. <laughs> okay, I didn't know all that. Yeah, yeah let me so, retract my statements. That boy, that boy wild for, no. Nah. A year? 20 a year. At oh, least. my I thought God. they were just like, you know, no, uh, we're w- sick of your antics. They they didn't mind the antics. It was the fact that he wants 20 million to go with oh, him. Oh, yeah. see, the... I'm looking at, no. And and so, like, <laughs> no. they got enough problems going on with Joe. No, yeah. Well, it, I mean, part of it has to be the antics. If there's somebody like uh, Draymond that still brings that same energy, like, Draymond's not the most consistent defensive player, but he still gets in the people's heads and, like, can be that presence. But is it worth $20 million if you're only going to get Dylan Brooks? What's, how, what's Draymond's average let's per see. salary? Because, I mean, like, but... Draymond Green also has the reputation as a four-time finals champion. Right. He does have the credentials of back it Defensive up. player of the year. I was about to say, how long has Dylan Briggs been in the league? $24 million I, for Dr- Draymond. And, no, that's a certified vet who's got – Yeah, he's wins. earned that. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine what he was making Warriors – 15, yeah. 16. So for yeah, for Dylan Brooks to ask for just under that up, is uh, completely crazy. Look up uh, when Dylan Brooks he, got in the league. I think this is like his rookie contract running out. So I okay. think he's been in the league four or five. Okay. So it's like, yeah, twenty seventeen. Okay, yeah. so he's been in what six years? Yeah. So I mean, 
Oh, he got drafted by the Rockets, and then <laughs> I wonder what they got for him. Yeah, but you know, it's oh. uh, it's crazy to think of like, I mean, the market for role players in the NBA. It's astronomical. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. The fact that Bertans makes like seventeen million dollars to sit on the Mavericks bench, and that's like, what was the highest paid back in like the eighties? Like that's it. Like that's <laughs> it, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and let's let's look it up. What was Michael Jordan's average salary? I think if you look at Jordan's contracts, we're gonna sit here and say, "Damn, Jordan was playing on a budget." Yeah. Because it was in. I mean, and I'm sure his numbers are astronomical. Look at that. 14. 14 over five? <laughs> over five crazy. season. Holy crap. The, That's wild. Uh, uh, Manny Machado and uh, Tatis don't and all these people, bro. Baseball, contract. baseball contracts are crazy. It's because they don't have the salary. And yet. they're not putting their bodies through basketball. I don't know. That baseball. Uh, I mean, shit, they're playing every other they, day. Yeah, yeah you're playing 100. Games, That's a lot of games. Like, I think. Uh, you know those guys that are like those Cal Ripken Iron Man players. Yeah, I mean Simeon. I think he's missed two games since he's been on the team. Right. So it's like those guys are like the other thing certified. about basketball is we're talking about outdoors in the middle of summer, mm. all through the year, all through the year. Yeah, you go from you know spring to summer to if you're lucky beginning en- of winter. If you're lucky enough, you know you go from March spring training all the way to October. Dude, Jordan made fourteen million in five years. That is crazy. I ain't gonna lie, boys. Uh, speaking of basketball, Boston and uh, yeah, I gotta pee too. I got, I'll go pee and then we can wrap it up. All right, sounds right. good. We've been going for about an hour anyway. How crazy is uh? Did you keep it recording? Yeah. How crazy is it uh? The whole Miami. So what do you, what do you think for tonight? I want to say Miami. I want a Jimmy yeah. Butler Jokic series. But that's just oh, yeah. I'm I'm not a I, I can't get behind the seas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just just can't do it. I I'm I'm tired of hearing about Tatum. Like do something or or like move over. I was asking a Preston, you know, he's a super big Celtics fan. Uh when it was 3-0, I was like, "Man, they going they going to get one." He's like, "Dude, they're tired. They're no motivation whatsoever." They turned it around. Straight, yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is, you know, eventually I think they'll they'll get through. I mean, I don't think they can hold on to their cast and crew long enough for it to. Yeah, that's true. But, no, I think it's probably end up being Miami and. Denver. I think tonight's. I think if it goes seven, Boston yeah. will get it. Ooh. But I think if Miami, obviously, if they close it out tonight, it's over. But yeah. playing at okay. home, I I like Miami's odds. I feel like you you go up. You get the series to 3-3, I feel like you have to play balls to the wall game seven. But Boston gets it at home? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't I don't know. What was the last game seven, if it, this goes to game seven, what was the last game seven we saw? There hasn't been one in the this la- year's, right? This playoffs? No, I mean, the, no. the last game seven that comes to my mind is when Dallas blew out Phoenix last year. Oh, yeah. Because that game was never close. But, I mean, I think no matter what, these playoffs have been entertaining. And the Lakers yeah. getting swept made me feel much better. This yeah. says, <laughs> I guess this says Sixers. Oh, yeah, Sixers Celtics. Oh, Kings and Warriors went seven the first round. Oh, yeah. And that was a great series. Was it? Yeah, that I I really was hoping the Kings could pull it off. but So then also the Celtics have already played one game seven this year? The Bucks won one game, right? Yeah, they got they bounced fairly bounced. early, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, 
Taylor's taking the heat, is from what I'm hearing. Brock, you're taking but it. He said if they get to game seven, he thinks Boston's taking it because uh, they, they're playing in the garden. Three straight games oh, or yeah. wins, two on the road. You got you got all the fucking momentum behind you. You, you do. Win three straight. And if you do it, if you don't win game seven, you're the biggest choke in history. Yeah. Yeah. Jump but, on the heat side. On the Celtics side. Oh, I'll also I wouldn't on the say heat. that. No, I would say on I the would heat, say the heat side. I would say yeah. Eric Spolster will have coached his last game as <laughs> oh, the Heat's uh, coach. Yeah. But man, he seemed kind of frustrated in the last uh, post interview. Oh yeah, the other day. I, I would be pretty mad too. Yeah, he thought you were gonna get away with the sweep. They're Think like, about all the rest they would have had. They're too. asking him, "What's what the mood like in the locker room?" He's like, "Why are we talking about mood? What, what's <laughs> mood?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I think game one of the finals, no matter how long the series goes, I think it tips off Friday. Yeah, it yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, that's how they're doing it. So um, that's gonna be interesting. And suck for whatever team goes on, because um, especially if they go to Game Seven, that's not going to be till Sunday or no Monday. Yeah. So that's like three, four days of rest, including one of those for travel or whatever. So plus that, I'm that finals comes with that grueling media day. Oh yeah. So you true. have to get there early, and all you yep. get to do is get asked dumb questions all day. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. we're all in agreeing agreement agreement. Agreeing. Denver's probably taking it this year. If if Miami gets in, I like Miami. Oh. I like Miami either way. Who's putting Joker away though? Bam, bam, and the Bayou. Bam, all NBA defensive team. Yeah. Okay. I mean, now I'm not I'm not saying he's gonna hold him to like you know what the Mavs <laughs> did to LeBron. Yeah. Right, right. But like the uh, the Jokic will definitely it'll take him a few games I think to get comfortable. Yeah. Now I mean eventually he's gonna do what he does. I mean two time right. MVP could have been three. But I mean, it'll yeah. once he gets in rhythm and gets his shooters with Murray and MPJ and all those guys. Yeah, they'll definitely they'll definitely figure it out. And I definitely think it'll I think it goes six either way. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Heat though. I'm hoping for a good series because that dog got Jimmy Butler in him. You didn't hear? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But my my devil's advocate is hot take. I could see the Nuggets sweeping the Heat. I could. I could I could see it. Yeah, I'm with you. Like the Nuggets are just that depth wise. Nasty yeah. dude. They're fucking nasty. They're Plus, different. And exactly what we were saying just two seconds ago is the rest. They've been able to like game plan and like prepare their team for almost a week now. Yeah, and I'm sure they're watching tape on both just in case. Yeah. But Taylor Bridgers, what a great guest on the podcast. Yes, T-Bone hey, in I the flesh. It. Hey, definitely not the last time, hey. but definitely the first time he's Let's been on the back. podcast. Yes, sir. And what a great conversation. It's so easy flowing, too. Like, Very beautiful. Yeah. So, Taylor, you get to play your own song. Copyright free, I guess. I don't care about copyright. You got anything to plug, T-Bone? Oh, yeah. Well, you want you want to plug anything? I ain't got nothing to plug these days. I'm just, uh, just pulling for a star's win tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah we we forgot too, about the we? stars. Yeah, we need that, too. You got a song on the top of your mind? Uh, give me Chromosomes by Key Glock. Okay. I've never heard this one. Let's see what we got. That. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. Yes, sir. Hey, what is it? This one right here, right? I've heard this either. Was this uh, project good? This uh, album? I'm, I'm still dabbling. Yeah. This has been my favorite. Jamie, I don't know if it's does it say it's playing or not. No, it's not 
Glaucoma. Glaucoma two. Glaucoma two. Whoops. Stand by. Sorry guys. All right, here we go. Here unprofessional. We go. So unprofessional. It's twenty four twenty. Bottom of the first quarter. Uh oh. Stars are tied at one one. Uh oh. Hey yo, band play. Like it. One, two, three, four. Hoes inside a styrofoam. One, two, three, four. Hoes are trying to take me home. Five, six bracelets on my wrist look like a pot of gold. Money, 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 money running through my chromosomes. One, two, three, four. Hoes inside a styrofoam. One, two, three, four. Hoes are trying to take me home. Bracelets on my wrist look like a pot of gold. Money, 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 money running through my chromosomes. One, two, three, four. O's inside my family. Yeah, sliding through Atlanta. Yeah, bitch, I fuck with the scammers. Yeah, I'm about my books like Tampa. Uh, this money got me baffled. Yeah, I get it with no hassle. Yeah, I'm one little rich ass bastard. I got one, two, three, four. O's inside my snappers. Yeah, I really, really get it. Why these niggas hustling back? I got one, two, many chains on. This cost a family. Yeah. They say money talk. Well, can you please excuse my grammar? I got 99 problems in the opps. Same one. I been hustling. I been getting niggas since the day one. Got like six chains on. Niggas ain't gon' take one. Yeah, I keep that bang on. Me nigga ain't gon' take none. You did one, two, three, four. O's inside a styrofoam. One, two, three, four. Hoes are trying to take me home. Bracelets on my wrist look like a pot of gold. Money, 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 money running through my chromosomes. One, two, three, four. Hoes inside a styrofoam. One, two, three, four. Hoes are trying to take me home. Yes, sir, Taylor. Hey, like solid that. pick. Yes, that was a banger song to end the podcast. I love it. I appreciate it. Woo! T Bone, number one on the Walking Home podcast. Brock, number 500 million. Hell, come and on. that has been. The Walking Home Podcast. Thank you, both of you guys, for joining me. Appreciate it. Till next time.